Hey friends, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, and I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars. And that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, it is your girl Kristen Denise, also known as KD, here with another episode of the Black Girls Guide to Self-Care. Whoop, whoop, we got two weeks in a row. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. We gonna celebrate this milestone because today was looking a little sketch because I I waited to do a homework assignment but I just pressed submit we good to go it's turned in the teacher has their things so now I have my time um and I get to come and share with you guys and I'm actually really excited about this episode and what I'm gonna share um as the black girl self care tip um let's see what I, oh. First of all, I have to give a very special shout out to two people, two women, two beautiful black women slid into my inbox this past week and their message is blessed me. Hear me, hear me. Blessed me. Um, And so I want to shout out Trish and Venus and say thank you guys so much for sharing your heartfelt um, message about how the podcast impacts you. I'll be super real. The kid was nervous that folks was going you know, kind of fall off, not really listen as much because I've been out of the box for a while, five or six weeks. I don't even remember. Um, and that's always a concern, right? You know, out of sight, out of mind. When you leave, do you lose your audience? Um, but I didn't lose y'all. And not only did I not lose my audience, two of you chose this week to slide into my inbox and just share beautiful, heartfelt, encouraging messages that are a reminder of why I do what I do, that are a reminder to keep pressing and keep going um, as I can in this season of life. And so I just want to say again, a super heartfelt thank you to Trish and Venus. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being a part of my black girl community. Trish, praying for you and this PhD journey, girl, you know that I know we in this thing together. Um, Venus, much love to you. Thank you for sharing with your daughters. That just really, really, really blessed my soul. Um, that you saw something worthy in what I said to share with the, the people who you are responsible for continuing to steward and encourage. Um, man, that just really, that really did my heart good. So thank you, both of you, for taking time out of your busy schedules, your busy days, to not only listen to what I have to say, but to respond to it um, and to share in such beautiful and encouraging ways. Thank you so much. Y'all can slide into my DMs with stuff like that anytime. Um, also, feel free to slide in my DMs if you have a show topic or something you want my thoughts on or you want me to cover um let me know I'm open to suggestions um my self-care is starting to get a little redundant I ain't gonna hold you I'm sticking to the things that I know that work for me um so if you got some extra you want me to either talk about or some things you want me to to look into or you got some suggestions for me you know I'm here to learn too I am more than willing and so go ahead and slide into my DMs that I respond I read them it all matters so wanted to say that um now we're going to jump into today's episode and i'm super excited about it 
this semester so far has been really good to me. I'm heading into week six of school, which is crazy. Like, how are we already at week six? But we're also halfway through the month of February. How the hell did we get here? Like, for real. How did this happen so fast? Um, all jokes aside. But the way I feel now at week six of second semester of my PhD program, with technically more responsibility this semester versus how I felt last semester at week six, man, completely different worlds, right? <laughs> completely different people dealing with completely different things. Even though this semester I technically have more classes um, that require more ongoing work from me. I have more research things to do because I'm a graduate research assistant this semester. So I have a project I'm working on with my advisor and, I, and she's allowing me to take a lot of lead on it. So I'm creating stuff from the forefront, sweet goodness, um, and getting feedback and responding. I'm preparing for my first conference. I have four classes. Well, technically I have five classes, but one is a seminar class. So it doesn't necessarily require a lot of work each week, but I have four like legit classes that are like, no, I need you to do this work. I need you to do it now. Turn it in kind of thing. I have a lot of reading. There's all this stuff on my plate this semester that was not on my plate last semester. Um, but I feel so much better this semester with the, even with the heavier course workload, um, even with the additional responsibilities, like I'm in a, an amazing place so much so that I'm kind of looking over my shoulder sometimes. Like, is this real life? When's the other thing going to happen? When's the other shoe going to drop? Like, it's got to be something else. It can't, it can't feel this good. But the reality is that it can. Like, it really, really can, right? And one, because it does. And my mama told me, I was talking about my mama with it. She's like, hey, it's not like you're trying to go borrow trouble. Like, if it feels good, let it feel good. Like, figure out why it feels good and then keep that going so you can keep feeling good. And I'm like, okay. What's, what's happening? What's going on? What's different? What am I prioritizing? How do we get to this place? Now, there are some basic things that are true. Uh, the first semester is just a haze. No matter, I think, who, I don't think I've met anyone who didn't say their first semester was a haze. So on some levels, the first semester is going to just be challenging because it's the first semester of your PhD program. And I don't care what anyone tells you. You've never done anything like it before. I don't care how many master's degrees you got. I don't care how many bachelor's degree programs you went to. I don't care about any of that. If it wasn't a PhD... It ain't, it's, it's nothing like a PhD program, okay, with the intensity of work. You're, you're creating more thought, like you're adding. The point of the PhD is to add, to add, 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 add to your field, your industry, whatever, versus just receiving what's already there. And it's just a different lift um, because in order to prepare you to add, there are some things you need to be able to do, which is a part of this process. It's like, uh, my advisor called it like, it's like a super intense apprenticeship, which is very, very true. Um... So, I mean, that's some of it. And, and so now that you've gotten through that first part, you, you are hopefully making the adjustment if you have not fully made it. You found out kind of like a groove or rhythm to your, your writing, reading, studying process. Um, you've maybe, you know, hopefully built some form of community connection in that process. Like with all of that, which is true and good. Another big thing that was really, really different for me this semester is I have been super duper extra adamant about having at least one day where I don't do anything. I don't know. Like, I don't do nothing. Like, I might not get dressed till 4 or 5 p.m. Um, and then it's really only getting dressed. So I can go get, like, Starbucks and maybe go forage for some food or something. And then I'm coming back for the most part and probably getting in my bed and laying down some more. 
right? I might watch, I might binge watch a show. I've, I've watched so much content. I always talk about how to watch TV or anything. Cause you know, I prefer to read or listen to music or whatever. And I do those things throughout the week as a part of my self care. I'm always listening to music in particular when I'm getting ready in the morning. Sometimes when I'm writing, it's just kind of dependent on my mood. Um, I read, I try to read leisurely every day, um, for at least 15, 20 minutes, if not longer, like all that stuff, finding good is true. I take my one hour every day, right? This is my hour to invest in my joy. That could be taking a nap. That could be reading. That could be talking to a friend and catching up. You know, Friday, I got to spend time with my goddaughter and my godson. And I got to spend time with my niece and nephew and my sister and watch Encanto. Side note, Encanto, good movie. Watch it. Check it out. Tell me how you feel about it. Um, there were some very interesting things that came up. I actually did good through most of the movie. Didn't cry or anything. And so I got to the end, like the last 15, 20 minutes of Encanto took me out. I was about crying, like weeping. Um, and so just some thoughts and stuff around it. Totally willing to dive into and check out. Um, but got to do that, right? So I'm, I'm doing my daily self-care. I'm meeting new friends, which is fun. I'm not always uh, open to really bringing people in, but I've been able to really, you know, start to meet some other people who are, who are going through at least a, a learning experience at this time, even if not all PhD students. Um, you know, all that stuff is fine and good and well. But on that one day, when I don't do nothing, I don't do anything. And let me be very clear. I try to have two days like that a week, but that can't always happen, right? You got responsibilities, things you're supposed to do. Um, and, and my two days are typically Friday and Saturday. Not Saturday and Sunday. Sunday, I have assignments that are due. And I, I have duty for my position on campus and all this other stuff. So Sunday couldn't be that day. So I, I didn't stress it. I'm just not going to make Sunday that day. But I don't have any class or anything on Friday. So it's like, hmm, can I make that day Friday? So I try to make it Friday. But pretty much every week it's been Saturday where I'm like, hey, I ain't doing nothing. I'm not getting dressed. Like I said, other than to run to Starbucks real quick. So that don't even require real, real clothes. That's like leggings and a hoodie. I'm living in leggings and a hoodie and some Nikes or some Chucks or Adidas. Shout out to Adidas. Um, and really allowing myself to rest and regroup each week so I don't feel overwhelmed going into the next one. And it has done wonders for me. One, I still get everything done. So that's number one. I'm not falling behind. I've actually been, been able to work at a really good pace. So I don't actually ever really feel overwhelmed. I try to have a rule where I do most of my work during the day. So when I'm done with class, all of my classes are in the evening or completely asynchronous and I just kind of do them when I want to do them. So my goal is to not work after my last class on a day when I have class on Mondays. That's after 7 p.m. I don't have class on Tuesday. On some Wednesdays, I don't have a live class on some Wednesdays. I do, but we get out typically by 9. I'm on Thursdays. That's 9.45. Yes, you heard me. 9.45 p.m. is when I get out of class on Thursday. But my class also doesn't start. My classes start at 4.30 on most of those days or later um so my goal is like when classes already be done with things that are considered you know learning or whatever and do all my work and the stuff I need to do during the day so I've done a really good job of being able to do that and then on days where maybe I needed some time that morning and it couldn't get all the things done I might give myself either like the hour in between classes if I have more than one class on a day I give myself like a 7 p.m. cutoff on like a Tuesday when I don't have class, but I have some other things that I'm doing. It's like, hey, try to be done with everything by at least 7 p.m. then so I'm not working late into the night. Um, on a day like today, Sunday, I've just taken most of the day to really chill out still. I've still been in my, my chill mode or whatever. Um, I didn't sleep well last night, so I came in this morning after doing my duty and stuff and went to sleep because I could. Um, and I knew I had an assignment due by midnight, and I said I will work on it as 
eventually. Right. So I worked in the evening for that because, again, I rested until I felt good. And then I walked to the library and printed some information out. And then I came back and I talked to some people because that was important for me to have some good human connection today and to continue cultivating these new relationships that I'm building. And then, you know, I rode with one of those people to go pick up some food and go to Starbucks because, well, I'm always choose to go to Starbucks. Um, but it allowed us to build some genuine connection, right? And to get to know each other a little bit better, um, as we're serving in a, a similar role. Um, and then I came in, you know, and I was, actually I washed clothes first. I put clothes in the washer, you know, remade my bed and, and freshened up and all of that. Cause that's, that's going to feel good tonight when I go to bed. And then when I put the clothes in the dryer, I said, okay, I'm going to sit down and focus and do this assignment. And I did that, right? Got it done. I'll say within an hour and a half, turned it in. I know I'm going to record the podcast, right? So while I'm working later tonight, I haven't worked for long, right? Um, but having that at least one day, and I could say preferably two days, has had me in probably one of the best mental health spaces I've been in in probably about a year, to be quite honest. Um, while still getting everything done, while still showing up for my friends, while still um, excelling in my, my um, academic pursuits, also taking advantage of new opportunities that are coming my way while still, you know, managing my daily self-care, being a good friend, a sister, auntie, Gigi, all of those things, talking to my mom every day, helping my aunt with a project. Like I'm still doing everything. My plate is still beautiful, bright, full and colorful. But having that one day where I am just chill, chill out. That's the goal. That's the, the plan. Vegetate. Gift. To myself best gift I could give me so can you take a day can you at least take half a day right if you're like look I got kids I got a husband I got some other stuff I gotta do no I can't take a whole day can you take at least a half a day where you're like this is my time to regroup rejuvenate recoup so that I can go into this next week better prepared my brain clear because what I've found right is that because I'm trying to do these daily uh or I'm sorry for me weekly opportunities of of a day of deep rest I am not feeling depressed in the same way right my anxiety is not as high and I'm not clamoring for an escape from my life and that's important and that's necessary and that's good and it keeps me healthier and it makes me a better person to be around and my friends love me and they're around me when I'm having rough moments. I had a whole breakdown with my girl Melanie on the phone the other night because still a lot of emotions, a lot of life stuff is overwhelming. Um, and at the same time, you know, we're able to show for each other, right? But those days are fewer and further between since I've been taking these moments of deep rest. The necessity of that is different. Um, I'm able to process through my thoughts and emotions and feelings because there are a lot of those things going on. You know, I'm able to to get it really deep with myself so I can communicate better with my therapist, right? I got a session this coming week. And when I tell you, I can't wait to log into that client portal and be like, sis, let me tell you what's going on. I got some thoughts, right? I'm going to have some notes this week. Um, because I've given myself space to do those things, right? And to get those things done, you know, let's be very clear. It takes some work on the front end. In order to have a whole day where I don't do anything, and like I said, again, preferably two, for me to have Friday and Saturday where I don't do nothing, that means I've had to plan my time really well Sunday through Thursday. That means I have looked at my planner and put everything in there that needed to be done, and I executed when it was time to execute. 
That means I reviewed all my notes to make sure everything could get turned in. That means I printed out everything that I needed to be successful. That means I didn't answer the phone or I didn't play on the social medias. I didn't scroll aimlessly on Instagram or Twitter or post at all, right? I didn't do some of those things to ensure that when it got time for me to rest, I was able to do it without feeling guilty. So what are the things that you need to do to set yourself up for one day, at least a half a day, right? A week where you can just rest and chill and vegetate. And that is the goal. Like that was what's on the agenda on Saturday. Vegetate. Become one with the bed, (laughs) right? So that's what I want for you because it's been a game changer for me. It's really made everything better. And I want everything to be better for you. Even if things aren't bad, I'm a person that believes that things can always improve, right? Things can always be better, not from a place of never being satisfied, but from an understanding of nothing's ever really perfect. Um, And so that means there's some some growth that can take place. Where Where can your growth take place? What can you give yourself back throughout the week by giving yourself a chance to really rest in the week? How much more diligent can you use your time? It's made me be really diligent with my time. Like I try not to play around too much during the day because I know that I don't want to work again later at night. Or I know that when it comes to Saturday in particular, I don't want to have nothing on my plate. I don't want to be responsible for anything and because I know that. Like, what am I doing on the front end to ensure that that can happen for me? So what, what do you need to build into your life to ensure that that can happen for you? What are the protocols? What are the scheduling mandates? What are the blocks of time that you need to give yourself so that a Saturday or a Friday, or if it can be for you a Sunday, as a Sunday just turned out to be a work and a prep day in my world. Um, but that Sunday in there, I don't care if it's a Wednesday or a Tuesday, but that there is a day where you can become one with your bed or one with your couch or one with the floors. Just, just be one in a, in a way that just is not about movement and it's in the productive thing to do is nothing so that's all I got take a day that's the real goal take a day how do we get to a whole day if you got to start with six hours and then move to 12 hours and then move to 18 hours you're gonna sleep for some of them anyway so we get to a good 18 we good um you know if that's what it is then cool so be it I might say 18, wait, 16 hours because, you know, if you can get eight hours of sleep, get you eight hours of sleep. Um, but a day committed to your, your rest and your well-being, a day where you're not required to check any boxes other than, like, binge Netflix. I did binge a show. I binged, um, I can't think of the name of the show. Our Kind of People is the, is the show that I've binged over the last, like, couple days when I've had time to rest. Um, I'll talk about that later. Maybe I'll share about it on my Twitter or something. But yeah, that's it. That is all. I love you. I really do. Y'all motivate me in more ways than you know. And then when some of you take that extra step, like Trish and Venus did this week, you really send me to the moon. And for that, I'm grateful. So, so, so grateful. So, I really do love you. I really am praying that this is a great week in your world. And I am sending you love and light and energy to make the next day the best day that you've ever had. So, you normally dread Mondays. May this Monday be the like most magnificent Monday. And a terrific Tuesday and a wonderful Wednesday. 
and I talk about it because it's so good to you Thursday and a fantastic Friday and a soulful Saturday full of rest and a setup for success Sunday when you come back around to it again. That's my prayer. That's my deepest desire. So again, I love you. Make it a great day, week, month, year. Do what you need to do to be more than okay. Because I know, I know um, from personal experience that even on your darkest days, thriving is still possible. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self-care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self-Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self-Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year, that it is literally you living your best life. So till next time, be well.